Hey folks, hey future millionaires, this is Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin with another millionaire midnight rant. It's approximately 11.52 on this gorgeous Wednesday, actually Tuesday night here. Look at that view. Smash the like button if you just enjoying that view. It's gorgeous. And if you're on the podcast and... If you're thinking, what view are you referring to, Wes? Well, just go to my Instagram, okay? If you ever want to go live with me or be able to go live with me and be here live, follow me at Wesley Million Dollar Virgin. I'm a self-made millionaire here from Houston, Texas, and I go live every night. I do my best to go live every night to educate the masses about how to make money, how to be rich, how to manifest wealth, because that's exactly what I did. And I did it from a state of poverty. Um, I didn't have anything. I didn't have much. And I still was able to persevere through the challenges that have allowed me to become a very wealthy man here. Okay. So let me give everybody a shout out here. Tonight we're going to talk about, uh, I had a few of you reach out to me via DM and I had a young lady ask me, and she said, Wesley, I'm meditating. And as a matter of fact, I've been meditating for years, and nothing is working. You know, I'm not manifesting anything. So I want to talk about that. And I'm going to talk to you about why, if you are meditating, the reason why you're not manifesting anything and why it's not working for you here. Okay. And I'm going to see if I can go into the deep understanding of meditation, because I think many of you are assuming that meditation itself is what makes you rich. That is so far from the truth. So I'm going to see if I can do a better job of really explaining meditation and how just using meditation with other things as well allow me to cross over and become financially wealthy. Okay. And you can believe this. You don't have to believe this. But all I ask you to do is have an open mind here. Is that cool? Okay. So let me give you guys a shout out here. How's everybody feeling tonight? I'm just curious here. How how many of you are feeling excited, motivated, grateful? You know, you're feeling loved. You're feeling uh, just absolutely just euphoric right now. And hopefully, even though maybe, you know, challenges and Sorry about that, folks. <laughs> uh, even though maybe you're experiencing challenges and pain and suffering and, you know, I get it. But, you know, with all that, even with all the pain and devastation that takes place on the planet, there's always an opportunity to be grateful. There's always an opportunity to be happy. There's always an opportunity just to realize that, hey, I'm alive. I'm still here. You know, I'm not dead. You know, many people, over 100,000 people passed away today. Did you know that over average, this average of 100,000 people die every day, every day like on the universe. So you uh, were spared. You're still here. So if you can't be grateful about anything, be grateful about that. Okay. So let me go ahead and give you guys a shout out here. 
Can everybody hear me? Smash the like button. Just let me know if you can hear me properly here. Let me see here. You're making me tired. <laughs> yeah, that yawn felt amazing. You guys can't hear me? Let me know if you can hear me properly here. Hey, Rohit from India, how are you? All right, Miss Magas, I'm going to teach you about meditation. How many of you meditate? I'm just curious here. Now, folks, if you've been following me, maybe you're brand new. Like, I've been meditating for 10 years, okay? How many of you meditate or how many of you, like, have never meditated before? I guess I'm curious here. I guess I'm assuming that everybody's meditating because I'm assuming that everybody listens to my content here. Thank you, Daquan, for the badge, brother. Thank you so much. And, look, and folks, I, I never ask for money. Like, you don't have to buy badges. You don't have to buy anything on these rants. These are these are free. Like, um, but if you did hire me, I, I do charge 50000 bucks an hour. But on these rants here, I do it for free. I do it out of kindness of the top of my heart because I'm a nice man, okay? And even though I'm a wealthy man, I'm a nice man, Okay. And I'm a man that want to help others win because I know a ton of you don't have a lot of money. I get it. You don't have a lot of resources. So I do this because I don't want you to ever have an excuse on why you couldn't be wealthy, why you can change your life and why you can transform into the man or woman that you're supposed to be. Right. You have no excuses because many people make excuses such as, well, I don't have the right mentorship. Well, no one was going to help me. You know, everybody wants money from me. Well, I don't want any money from you. It's free. I do this every night for free, gratis. I think I'm the only millionaire on the planet that does this for free, <laughs> right? Because it's my purpose, it's my passion, and this is what drives me. This is my, um, this is what just makes me just get up and I just love, I just love helping people. I really do, and I have a lot of knowledge here, and I want to share it with the world because a lot of the knowledge that you don't understand is very esoteric. It's not really. It's public, but it's not public in a way that if you're not really looking for it, you won't find it. So I'm here to give you the goods here. Okay, I love you as well. I love all of you. Hey, Candy, how are you? Wes, please take a look at my comments. Mr. Wesley, you seen the movie Trip to Infinity? I have not. You're a very nice man. Thank you so much. You know, listen. Hey, I always love hearing kind words. So if you want to give me kind words, give me some kind words, some compliments. Right? Give, I, I like compliments. Give them to me. <laughs> I'm just kidding, folks. But So let's go ahead and get into it here. Um, uh, I see we have some meditators. <laughs> Manual meditates eight times a day. Okay. Princess Diana meditates. Coach Rohit meditates. Caitlin, how are you? Uh, I try to daily Rambi meditates as well. And let me share something with you. Uh, meditation, when people ask me, what was that huge breakthrough in my life that allowed me to see the world differently and just perceive what was happening in my life differently? It was meditation. Before meditation, I was very cluttered. I was very disorganized mentally. I was stressed out, such as, like, I really wanted it to happen. I wanted to make money. I wanted my business to get off the ground. I wanted to leave my job, and I was just pissed, right, because it felt like nothing was working. And meditation really organized my mind in a way that allowed me to do 
a lot of fantastic, fascinating things in my life. And I'm still young, still more things for me to do, but I've done a lot. And I'm still, I'm not even old yet, right? <laughs> so let's talk about it. First, I want to address uh, what meditation is. And then I'm going to address if you are meditating, but you're not manifesting anything, I'm going to tell you why and that's not working for you. So meditation is simple. Meditation itself is just getting familiar with your mind. That's it. And you can meditate all different types of ways. You can meditate with your eyes open, your eyes closed. You could be sitting down. You could be laying down. You could be walking and meditate, right? But meditation is when you become aware of your thoughts because you tend to be still. You're not moving. You're not talking. And you are now aware of what's going on in your mind. And I want you to understand something about manifesting things and bringing things in your life. Until you organize your mind in a very specific way, you may manifest some things and then you may manifest some things you don't want. And that's what happens to most people. You know, sometimes they may have a good week. Then the next week is terrible. Have a good day, then a bad day, right? Emotional roller coaster here. But... However, there's an opportunity for you, if you do this correctly here, to be able to meditate in a way that you typically manifest exactly what you want and the universe just brings it to you here. And listen, this is not conjecture. This is my life. Like For the past 10 years, I have manifested so many, just so many things, you know, it just, and it's almost like these things just come to me, money finances, uh, people, opportunities, businesses around the world, flying around the world, traveling, nice things, cars, vehicles, right? You guys see my penthouse here, right? That's my view from my bedroom here, if you're on my Instagram account. So I'm here to let you know that it's real. This is proof. My life is proof. Like I've never, I've dropped out of college. I didn't do well in high school. I don't have any type of formal education. I never had a million in mentor. My parents never made more than $20,000 per year. And I, I grew up on the south side of Houston, Texas. It was pretty poor, poor in average here. So telling you that, and now I'm worth $40 million. I can do what I want to do. I can travel how I want to travel. I can buy whatever I want to buy. All right, so I want to give you a very deep understanding on why I want to suggest all of you to do that. And like I said, at the end of the day, it's up to you. You know, it's up to you to make that choice if you want to meditate or don't meditate. You know, um, I'm sure there's somebody on the planet that doesn't meditate and they're rich. But um, not only am I rich, I feel good. And not only I feel good, I'm very happy with my experience caused life here. Make sense? All right. So. Like I said before, meditation is just getting familiar with your mind. You got to get familiar with the thoughts. Many of you have so many thoughts that are taking place in your mind right now, and you're just unaware of these thoughts. You know, some of you, if you begin to meditate, say if you just sit still and do nothing, right? Especially at night. You know, we tend to think about things we have to do, the things that we're going to do. We think about our debt. We think about the business. We think about the money that's in our bank account. We need more. We think about the car that we're driving that we need to switch out because it's just, you know, it's just costing a lot of money. We think about our spouses. 
you know, the people that we with, we have a lot of, some of you have marital problems, boyfriend problems, girlfriend problems. Some of you women think about, well, I should be married by now. You know, why am I still single? Some of you men and women say, I should be further in my career. Why am I still making the same amount of money? <laughs> some of you still have childhood trauma that you think about. You've been abused sexually, emotionally, and physically. So the mind, by the way, stores everything, right? It's nothing that the mind does not store. But everything is not going to be aware to you, if that makes sense. That's the difference between the conscious mind and the unconscious. The conscious mind is you listening to me right now. You're quickly evaluating the words that I'm saying, and you're listening to the words deeply. Okay, And you're assimilating these words. But at the same time, you're listening to me. You're looking at the black screen. You're looking at the comments below here. So at the same time, you're conscious of what's happening Unconsciously, you are aware of everything was happening, even the AC that's blowing in your face. Make sense? Even the clothes that's wrapped around your body. The unconscious part of your mind is just taking it all in. It's called your collective unconscious. It takes in everything, okay? Everything. Everything that you can see, feel, smell, touch, hear. It's always consistently being assimilated in your mind. And you got to really know that, you know, it's important if you ever want to manifest and if you ever want to be able to take thoughts and make them real, you have to really understand that everything that you experience in your life, you know, with all these different modalities, well, they, I mean, you're, you're assimilating this stuff that is inside of your mind. So the reason why meditation is very effective, and I'm not the only person that meditates, I mean, Ellie DeGeneres meditates, Oprah Winfrey, LeBron James to meditate, um, Drake meditates. I mean, it's many people that you look up to have some type of mindfulness practice, okay? Billionaires, you know, all meditate, whatever. So um, <clears throat> meditation allows your mind to reorganize itself. Okay. Meditation is like the reset button on your PlayStation. Say if you play your PlayStation, your Xbox, and you want to restart, you hit the reset button, right? So that's what meditation does. It just, it resets the brain. And what it does is it starts to eliminate or filter all the negative thoughts and all the cynical thoughts that are taking place in the mind and gives you the opportunity to make room for new thoughts. Make sense? Um, I, I, I make this analogy, or, or I share this analogy all the time about the mind. Many of you, what you're doing is like you're trying to read books, I get it, which are important. Some of you listen to podcasts. You're listening to motivational, educational materials. Some of you listen to me. Some of you go to seminars, you go to conventions, okay, to make money. Some of you just spend time on the internet, how to make money, how to make money, how to make money, how to fix my life, how to get married, how to make a man monogamous, how to get the woman of my dreams, right? We do this. However, um, you, you, if you if you rent an apartment 
And if you have furniture in the apartment and say if you've been there for two years, you know, you love your apartment, you love your place, you just adore it, right? You have furniture in there, you know, have the table, the dining table, the couch, that's everything, the futon, right? And then one day you say, you know what, I want to buy new furniture, I want to redecorate, right? I want to see if I can feng shui my place here. So now you go to the furniture store and you buy new furniture. But let me ask you a question here. Do you put the new furniture in with the old? Like say if you want a new bed, do you buy a new bed and just put it next to the old bed? If you want a new couch, do you buy the new couch and put it next to the old couch? If you want a new dining table, do you buy a new dining table and put it next to that as well? Refrigerator and, right? Do you do that? You might say no. My question to you is why not? Why wouldn't you do that, ladies and gentlemen? Right? I mean, it's your old furniture, but still, like, why wouldn't you keep the old furniture? I mean, it's paid for. And just add the new furniture in. Can anybody tell me in the comments below? Why wouldn't you do that? Why wouldn't you combine the old with the new? Think for a second before you answer. Why wouldn't a person... Just, I mean, two couches is better than one, right? Two beds better than one, right? Can anybody tell me why you wouldn't do that? Well, the reason why you don't do that because your home would look cluttered, right? It would look very cluttered and disorganized if you had two of everything in your home. Well, that's what most of you are doing with your mind, your brain. You're trying to assimilate new information, but you still have the old information still in the mind as well. So you're just packing more information on top of old information. So this is the reason why most people, such as yourself, are very just confused about success, confused about money, confused about manifesting a dream, confused about relationships. Like people are just constantly confused about life. That's why people go to psychics and people say, well, I'm a Scorpio. I'm like this. We're always trying to discover, you know, what do I supposed to do? How do I get there? And I need a guarantee. That's just people in general. People are very confused. That's why you're on the rant right now, because it's something that's taking place in your life that you're just unhappy with. And you're looking to resolve that. Right. Well, the reason why. You know, a high majority of the population is very confused is because their brain is cluttered. You got new information and old information jam-packed together, and your mind doesn't know what to focus on first. Please write this down. Watch this. <laughs> write this down. When you're able to have one thought in the mind, one thought, and if you're able to hold that thought in the mind, it will manifest in the physical world. Now, like I said, this is not conjecture here, okay? This is my experience. When you're able to take a thought and experience that you want to have, and that's all you think about, and you're able to hold that thought and the experience in your mind, which is spiritual, it's not even real, it's intangible, it's a thought in the mind. If you're able to hold it, without thinking any, anything that's conflictory to that thought, 
about thinking about anything that's negative to that thought, if you're able to hold that experience in the mind, you will project it and it will happen in the physical world. Okay? Make sense? All right, so now I want to talk about why the people that do meditate, why you're still not manifesting anything. Because listen, and write this down, meditation itself, it, meditation is just a component of manifesting dreams. Like it's not the end all be all. Some of you, some of you are meditating every day, right? Two times a day, three times a day, you're meditating over and over and over and over again. And you wonder why. You might say, well, yeah, I feel that calm. I feel peace. But I'm still driving my old car. I'm still making the same amount of money. And I'm still in debt and broke. Listen, meditation without an intention is useless. Please write that down. Okay? Meditation without an intention. What does the word intention mean? Can anybody comment below? I just want to see if you guys have been listening to my rants here. What does intention mean? I've taught, I've spoken about this so many times. What does intention mean? Can anybody share, please? Intention. Nope, don't look it up. Don't you dare, don't look it up. Tell me what does intention mean? No, somebody said feeling it. No, it's incorrect. No, action, you're wrong. $50, if somebody can answer, did I cash up you 50 bucks right now? If somebody can tell me what intention means, I mean, come on. I know some of you are new, but make sure you turn on your notifications so you can get this because you need to be educated because without education, you'll never change. You'll, you'll always be the person you are right now. Okay, so let me tell you. In intention means what do you want? <laughs> That's all it means. Your intention means, what do I want? Sit. So what does intention mean? That's it. Like when you're meditating, you can't just breathe and just focus on your breathing forever. Eventually, you have to introduce an experience that you want to see in the physical world. Does that make sense? Like you just can't just... Ah... <sighs> oh. I'm relaxed. Uh, oh, oh. Let me tell you something, folks. You got to introduce an intention. Okay? You have to introduce something that you want. Does that make sense? Okay? So, many of you, that's why your meditation is not working because you're not introducing an experience or a scenario that you want to see take place in your physical world. Now, some of you might say, well, Wesley, I am. I am doing that. Well, my question to you is, how long are you doing? Like, how clear are you with the intention here? See, the reason why meditation is so powerful as it relates to manifesting your dreams, because, see, meditation gives you the opportunity to be in what is called pure consciousness. Pure consciousness 
It's when you're no here, you're not here nor there. It's like you're just in the present moment. You're not thinking about the past. You're not thinking about the future. You're not thinking about your problem. You're not thinking about pain. You're not thinking about anything. Like you're just in this pure consciousness. In pure consciousness, you can introduce an experience that you conjure up in your mind using your imagination. And if you continue to do that over and over and over and over and over again, then eventually you will attract that experience or that thing in your life. Make sense? Are you with me here? Yeah, B. John, if you sign up for the course, make sure you check your email. In the email, you can reset your password if you got the Genie Script. Make sure you check your email, guys. If you buy the Genie Script program, make sure you check your email and you'll be able to get access with the email um, that I sent to you. Okay? So, you may say, okay, well, Wesley, how do I start meditating? You know, or when do I begin to introduce my intention? When do I start thinking about what I want and what I want to manifest? Listen, and this is exactly what I talk about in my course. If you want to go to the course, go to howtomanifestnow.com. Okay? So listen, if you're a beginner, what you need to do or what I suggest you to do like for a couple of days, just focus on the breathing. Don't try to conjure up an intention. Don't try to use your imagination and think about what you want. All I want you to do is just focus on the breathing. Why? Let me tell you why that's important. Because it takes a lot of focus for you to mature an idea. Like it takes laser focus to make something work. At a high level, and that's what you want to do. Business, relationships, anything, your body. So many of us have never been taught how to focus properly. You know, in school, they say, well, you need to concentrate, concentrate. But they never told you how to concentrate here. Right? So the first couple of days when you meditate, you just want to focus on your breathing. That's it. Focus on the air coming in, going out, in, out, in, out. And that's all you do. And whenever your mind tends to wonder, you bring it back. Because you're teaching the mind how to focus on one thing. Many of you, you focus on everything. Many of you just focus on many things that are taking place in your life and in your mind. And that's why you're overwhelmed, your anxiety, you're stressed out. Because the brain cannot think about so many things at once, right? Because you'll feel overwhelmed. You'll feel stressed out, right? Like you currently feel now. Make sense? So for the first 72 hours or for the first week, when you meditate, it can be for five minutes, two minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes. I I meditate for 20 to 30 minutes every time I meditate. It's just something I've been doing for a very long time. I meditate several times a day. And I meditate usually at the same time every day. Why? Because of your circadian rhythm. It's like when you wake up, you wake up at a certain time every single morning. It's just when you wake up because it's just your circadian rhythm. So when I meditate at a certain time, my body starts to expect to go through that process. Make sense? Because I'm conditioning my mind 
that, hey, get ready to meditate, get ready to be in pure consciousness, right? So my mind starts to automatically prepare itself to be able to do that. Are you guys with me here? I don't want to, I don't want to move too fast here. Okay, I'm gonna, I really want to explain this to you as if I was talking to a third grader. And I talk to a, young, a lot of young people and I share it the same way and they get it. I have a lot of young people that meditate in their 20s and teenagers. They meditate. They have their own version of mindfulness because it's relaxing, it's peaceful, and they just feel more focused. Okay? Okay, great. So, so for the first week, just focus on the breathing. Now, week two, you can begin to use your imagination and start to think about what you want. Now we're combining meditation with intention. Please take notes. Okay, don't be silly. Please take notes. Write this stuff down. This is gems. Like you're not going to hear this. No one explains it the way that I do on the internet right now. I swear to God, no one. Because I have more success stories than the average person that's in the PD space. Okay? So take notes. Second week. I want you to begin to, when you meditate, when you're just in mindfulness, I want you to use your imagination about what you want. Does that make sense? As a matter of fact, I want everybody to comment what they want below. Now, listen, before you comment below what you want, I want you to make sure that you are clear and you have clarity and detail, and you're very specific of what you want. I don't want to say, I want to be a millionaire. I want to be successful. I want to be financially free. <laughs> no. I want you to be very crystal clear about what you want. Comment below, please. I told you this was going to be interactive here because I'm committed to your success. Somebody said they want a Michigan State scholarship. Okay, I like that. I like that. In what? In academics, sports. Remember, clarity is power. Now, say if I, let me give you an example. If I wanted a Michigan State scholarship, uh, an academic one, right? So when I meditate, I would see myself making the grades that I needed to make, that I need to make, and making sure that I'm involved in extracurricular activity that aligns with getting a scholarship from Michigan State. I would see myself checking my emails and speaking with people who would allow me to be approved for the scholarship. I would see the email of Michigan State mailing me and say, hey, you just were, you just, you just got accepted, and we would like to award you a full ride to Michigan State University here. Looking forward to having you. So I would see this. I would create this experience in my mind, okay, which is fictional at first. It's just something that you imagine. You just see yourself getting a scholarship, see yourself going to the school, full ride, classes paid for. See yourself walking around the school, going to class. Does that make sense? You have to imagine the experience here. Porsche. Somebody said they want a Porsche. 
So my question is, what type of Porsche? Like as many different models, right? And if I wanted to manifest a Porsche while meditating, I would see myself go, going, walking or driving to the Porsche dealership. I would see myself purchasing and test driving the vehicle. I would see the color, the exterior, the color of the interior. Okay, I would test drive it as well. And I would see myself pulling the check out of my pocket and writing the down payment for the vehicle. Does that make sense? Okay. So in a meditation, I'm doing this. Now listen, let me share something with you that will add power to this meditation and your ability to manifest these things. This will add power to it. You're going to love this. This is how you add power to your manifestation so things will happen faster. You inculcate your modalities, which is your five senses, right? Such as what do you see? What do you smell? What do you feel? What do you hear? Okay? Make sense? The, these are the, your senses, like the five senses. Well, this is how we interpret reality. Am I right or wrong? Think about it. We interpret reality with our five senses. Right? We see things, we smell things, we can feel things, we touch things. This is our this is what we use to navigate and understand our world. Are you with me here? Like right now, are you laying in your bed? How do I feel? I feel good. See? Feels good. Cause you're laying on that nice bed, maybe on the air mattress too, but it's all good. You may be on the floor, but it just feels good. And maybe you're laying on your side, on your right side, or maybe you're laying on your back, right? Just relaxing, okay? So while you're meditating and while you're thinking about your intention, think about what can you smell? Like if I have a Porsche, if I want a Porsche, can I smell the leather? Can I feel the leather seats around my body? Can I hear the music? Right? What are, what are you listening to? Of course, you're listening to Wesley Virgin Podcast in your car right now. Right? You can feel the wind against your face. Because, of course, if you buy a Porsche 911, you're driving fast. You can hear the exhaust, the pipes in the back. So what I'm, what, I'm, what I'm sharing with you is that your senses, your five senses is what you can utilize to heighten the experience that you're conjuring up in your mind, the imagination, okay? That's it. And when you do that, your mind will think it's real. Okay. Your mind your mind will believe will begin to believe that what you're trying to imagine is actually real. Cuz remember, your mind doesn't know the difference 
between an experience that happens in your mind or an experience that happens outside of you. It doesn't know the distinction. You might say you know it, but your mind doesn't. That's why you can go to the movies. You can be afraid, even though you're in the movies. You can watch a movie with your boo, with your boyfriend, girlfriend on the couch. A love movie. And ladies, you can begin to cry. Like you're watching a movie like Crazy Rich Asians. Right? Tears start to come down your eyes because you're feeling the experience as if it's real. But it's not. But your mind doesn't know that. And let me tell you why that's so powerful. Because your mind... It's in theta state. See, I teach all this in my program, by the way. Theta. You got to understand this. See, once you get this, it's just so easy to navigate the world. We just have control over the world, honestly. Like, I have so much control over the planet. It's amazing. Theta state, which is uh, uh, the, it's, it's one of the brain waves for the brain. Like you have delta, alpha, theta, gamma. But theta is similar to a person that's watching TV, okay? And they're watching a show that they like, right? You ever watch the person watch a show? Or even a video game. You ever watch your son or your husband? You ever watch the grown man play a video game? Totally immersed, okay? So when you're totally immersed, you know, immersion that means that the brain is in theta. That means anything that person sees, anything that person hears at that moment, it has been imprinted in the mind. Does that make sense? Okay. What I'm saying is the, the learning capacity speeds up. Like you learn very quickly. Like that's why when you watch a movie, you can tell me exactly, exactly what happened in the movie. But if you read a book, if you didn't like the book, then you can't tell me anything, right? Because the more immersed you are, this is really good when you're trying to, what is called super learning. Whenever you want to learn something quickly and fast, listen to a sound that you're familiar with that you like. And while you listen to it, or you can listen to a theta frequency as well, when you're learning anything, Facebook ads, website, internet marketing, you will absorb and you will learn it faster. Does that make sense? Okay, so use your five senses when you're thinking about or constructing the intention. This is what I do. Okay, like one of my goals is like I currently earn three hundred thousand dollars a day, which is about what nine ten million dollars a month. Okay, I know what you're thinking, that Wesley. That's not enough money. I know it's not. Trust me. But that's where I'm going to start. $19 million a month would give me the opportunity to rent my private jet whenever I want to. Because a private jet almost anywhere, anything over five hours is going to be maybe three hundred dollars to $500,000 here. And I don't want to think twice about that. You know, I know what you're thinking. What? $500,000? Who's going to pay that? A lot of people pay it. I mean, it's very normal for people to pay that amount of money for they're convinced to be on a G570. So that's what I got to do, and that's what I want to do, and that's what I will do. So when I'm thinking about the goal, I'm thinking about $300,000 a day that I'm currently making here. I have to make that real in my mind, right? 
which means is I have to chunk it down. Like I can say, okay, if I'm making $300,000 a day, right, it's $9 million a month, what am I doing with this money? Where am I going? Where am I flying to? What am I purchasing? Right? What am I doing with all this money? Does that make sense? Because that helps you or helps your mind make what your intention is to make it real to you. See, many of you, you have goals and dreams, but you just don't believe that you're actually going to achieve it. How do I know? Listen, if you knew you was going to achieve a dream, you wouldn't be frustrated about not achieving a dream. Make sense? Some of you are, you're always upset. Oh, why is it not happening? I'm doing everything right. I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand. Listen, a person that is very clear about what they want, if they know it's going to happen, they don't use that type of language. They don't say, I don't understand why it's not happening. That's like me saying that, you know what, is my car outside? I don't know if my car is my Rolls Royce outside right now. Like I haven't driven my Rolls Royce in about a week. Is it out there? I don't know if that, like I know it's out there. I just know. Even though I haven't seen it in a week. I just know. Because it's always been there. Right? And to be honest with you, it could be gone right now. Somebody could have stole it. They could have broken to it. But I just believe it's fine. It's okay. So I'm not thinking about it anymore. Whenever I need it. I log into my app and they bring it down. But someone right now could be still in my Rolls Royce right now. Isn't that insane? Right? How the thinking process works. Like, it's like, I don't, I just know it's there. Just like you. You know your car's outside. It's in the garage, right? I mean, you're not thinking about, oh, is my car there? Is my car? Right? You're not thinking about, like, right now your son and your daughter's in their room, sleep. You're not checking every Two minutes. Are you still there? Does he get kidnapped? Are you still there? Are you still there? Does he get kidnapped? No, you don't even think that way, right? Even though people are being kidnapped every day. But it's something about you that know that your children are safe. Make sense? And you think, you're like, man, why am I? He's right. Why do I just know my car is outside? I know my children are okay. Like, how do I just know this? Because of the repetition. Right? That's it. You have parked your car in a certain place every single night and every single morning it was there. Your children have went to sleep in their room every night and in the morning you saw them. They were there. So through that repetition, you automatically believe that the car is there and the children are there. Makes sense? So it's the same. Listen, listen up. Hey, it's the same process when you manifest, when you meditate. Like the more you do it, the more you meditate and you think about your intention and you think about actually fulfilling your intention as if you're actually living it now. And if you do it over and over and over and over again, and if that's the predominant thought that's in your mind, eventually you will just achieve it. It just will happen. Make sense? Okay. Let me see something here. You are telling us what we know. Yeah, you're right. I'm telling you exactly what you know. But remember this, to know and not to do is not to know. See, many of you might say, I already know this, I already know this. Listen, let me ask you a question. All my Christians, how many times have you been to church and you heard the preacher preach to you? You heard what he said. You know what he said. As a matter of fact, you heard it before. But yet, you still sin and disobey 
and ask for forgiveness every Sunday morning. Why is that? <laughs> it's just like this information here. You already know this. Some of you, this is new to you, but a lot of you, you already know this. But you're still not doing it. You know why? Because it's not the predominant thought in your mind. You hear this stuff one time, right, when I'm live. But the question is, what do you do when I'm off? Do you continue to listen to it? That's like if I want to be a doctor, I can't study being a doctor one year and call myself a doctor. No, it's 10 years <laughs> before I can diagnose or prescribe anything. 10 years. And it's a very repetitive process. Make sense? But let me tell you why people don't repeat certain processes. It's a, it's a few reasons why some of you won't meditate over and over again and do exactly what I'm sharing with you. Because one, boredom, right? People hate doing the same thing. All You know, it's just how we are. We don't like things that are very capricious, very predictable. We just don't like it, you know? It's boring. And then two, you don't do it because... It's a part of you that just don't believe it's going to actually happen that way. Many of you are like, yeah, I'm going to meditate, but I don't know, man. You can't just manifest that way, Wes. Come on. I can't just meditate and think about what I want and it's just going to happen. There's no way. Make sense? And that's just a belief. Make sense? That's just your belief. See, these are the two debilitators that stop most people when they want to do or try to do something new. Just like working out. If you never worked out before and you want to work out for the first time, you get in that gym, you work out, you're hurting, sore. You're like, oh, God, man, I don't know if I continue to do this. My body's hurting, man. You know what? Well, you know, I can't I can't work out today because I work too long. I work and I, and I got to work when I get home. I, I got to like we started giving ourselves excuses on why we can't do it. Same thing we do in business. Same thing we do with our bodies. We do this in relationships. You know, we just give ourselves reasons and justifications of why we can't do it. Right? And if you justify why you can't continue on the path, then you just stop, give up, and quit. But you don't feel bad about it because you give yourself a good reason. Make sense? Are you with me here? Okay. What I want you to understand is, is that you must employ your discipline. Okay. And you have to start to be logical about this, not so emotional about this. Logically, it might take some of you a few years to achieve your goals and dreams because they're big. Now, I use the word big relatively because what's big to you may not be big to me. But a lot of you, you have goals that are just outside of your conception. Like you just came and imagined doing this, but that's what you want. Some of you want a Lamborghini. Some of you want a beautiful house. But you're staying in an apartment right now, right? So the gap from where you are to that big old mansion, it's a huge gap in your thinking process. Does that make sense? This is why I share with some people such as yourself to at first manifest things that you can conceive. Like manifest Something that you know you can do, that you can actually see yourself doing. Tony Robbins called this the power of chunking. Like, chunk it down a little bit. You know, just chunk it down a bit. Some Sometimes when I tell my story on how 
I, you know, my goal was 5,000 a day, like 10 years ago. And, and many of you are like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I want too. But, you know, I don't want you to model me based off what I wanted. Like you only know yourself. See what you don't know about me. See, listen, what I, I wanted to manifest, oh, I wanted to earn 150,000 a month 10 years ago. Right. But what you don't know is I was already making $20,000 a month at my job. Right? See, a lot of you, $10,000, $20,000 a month will be a game changer for you, correct? But I was already used to making that type of money and with a job. So my brain was already able to understand what it felt like to make six figures a year. Some of you barely make five figures a year. Right? What I'm saying is stay in your lane. Think about something that you know you can do, like five thousand a month. You know, I could do five thousand because maybe you're making two thousand a month. So you say, you know, I want to make five. I'm gonna manifest five thousand a month with a brand new business, brand new opportunity. That's gonna be very easy. I'm gonna be very passionate about. You know, just set. It's nothing. You know, I, I get it. The book, the magic of thinking big. I like that book and I hate that book at the same time. Because yes, you can think big, but Listen, some of you are thinking so big outside of what can be actually conceived. Because you have to believe, conceive, then achieve. But you got to conceive it. You have to actually see this happen for you. A lot of you, you can't see a million dollars a month or $100,000 per month. Like You can't even imagine that. You're not even making it per year. Does that make sense? Are you with me here? Hello? Okay. Any questions for me here? I see a lot of you are commenting below when you should be listening. <sighs> Any questions for me? And remember, if, if you ever need any help, uh, email my support team. Just go to howtomanifestnow.com and you should see an email address at the bottom of the website, okay? You can email my team. But this is not the time to be asking about support questions. Wes, please explain Law 18. Do not build fortresses to protect yourself. Isolation is dangerous. Yeah, so that's the 40 laws of power. I don't agree with that one. Like, listen, Robert Greene is a profound author. But I don't agree with everything he says. I agree with some. But not everything. So about not isolating yourself, I don't believe that. I think isolating yourself is very important to organize yourself. And once you organize yourself, which means that you're actually getting results from your intentions, then if you choose to be around others, you can. But honestly, I prefer not to be around people only when I choose to. Because this is just my experience. You know, just the more that I spend time with myself, the more that I isolate myself, meditate, and just educate myself. And when I get around certain people, it's a very, very horrific experience or a very adolescent experience. It's like people are like children, man. You know, it's just like, oh, God. Are they just cynical people or negative people, right? It's not too often that you're just going to bump into super overly optimistic people here. So... Yeah, I have to disagree with Rule 18. What's next?
Hey, Natty, how are you? Questions for me, please. Questions here. Someone says, set realistic goals. So I don't like the word realistic because like, what does that even mean? People that use the word realistic, what they're speaking about is the experience that most people have. So when you say that's not reality, so you're talking about the 97% of the world, but you're a three percenter. So this has nothing to do with being realistic here, okay? As a matter of fact, everything that you're going to do is going to be very abnormal because 97% of people, they don't do what I'm sharing with you here tonight. They don't do that. They don't meditate. They're not using their imagination to conjure up their dreams and goals. They're not doing this stuff, right? So it's not about being realistic, okay? Realistic is the 97% of people on the planet that are not getting what they want. They're not working where they want to work. They're not driving what they want to drive. They're not traveling how they want to travel. And then I with the person who they want to be with. 97%, if not more. Okay? King West, I strongly believe in your philosophy that the past belongs in the past. What's your take on the statement that in order to predict the future, you need to know the history? I don't believe that. No, I'm sorry. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I, I hate that statement. You know, some people, and they're just repeating words and phrases that they heard from other people, such as, well, how are you going to know your future if you don't know your past? Like, how stupid is that? Like, that's dumb. Listen, let me help you out. Let me put you on game here. Think about it for a second. The average person uses their past. They use, they use the past to create their future. Now, listen, is it certain scenarios where the past will be effective? Yes. If a baby touch a stove or the flame, baby sees the flame for the first time, doesn't know what it is. So he or she touches the flame, burns himself. So now he or she learns that they shouldn't do that, right? Learning from the past. But as an adult, as a grown person, okay, the past or the history it's just useless, which means is you have the capability because you're conscious. You're not a baby. A baby has no consciousness. It's just a sponge, right? It doesn't have the ability to analyze, to think. It doesn't ask questions why, right? It's just sponging up all this information. But as an adult, you have the opportunity to create the future. So a lot of you, all the things that have taken place in your past, you keep thinking about it and you want to avoid the past. You want to avoid the heartbreaks. You want to avoid the broke moments. You want to avoid failure. You want to avoid anything that's painful. But what you don't realize, the things that you're trying to avoid, since that's on your mind, you just attract more of that stuff. Make sense? Are you with me here? So the history... Everything that took place, like, you know, one thing with black people, this is what I hate. It's like black people always want to talk about the slavery or what happened in the old days and the lynching and this and this. It's like, why are we even giving this conversation any life? Why? Like, I was never picking cotton. I was never whipped. 
at all, never. So why are we talking about something that, why are we giving life to something that's in the past? Like, what does that have to do with what's taking place in my life right now? No, it doesn't, right? <laughs> it really doesn't, not at all. Like, it doesn't serve me to think about what happened to black people before I was here. It's not going to make my life better, no worse. But I can make it worse if I keep thinking about it. Because if you keep thinking about that stuff, it just makes you angry. And I know this is kind of getting into a different subject here, but I, it was on my mind. But honestly, it is my expectation that all of you will start to create your world from the present moment. There's no need to reference the past are the old history because it's you know the great thing about the past one of the most profound things about the past it's in the past that's why they call it the past it's over it's done and but if you want to continue to talk about it if you want to continue to go back there then guess what you're going to get more of the past in your future but i don't do that i move forward i move forward right because i'm a creator I don't care what happened yesterday. I don't care what happened two years ago. I don't care what happened when I was a child. What am I going to do right now? How do I want my life to be now? So that means that my thinking is right now. I'm creating from the now. I am not thinking and referencing my past. I'm not going to say, well, that happened, so I guess I can't do that. No. Just because you started a business and the business didn't work doesn't mean that you shouldn't start a business. Just because you got with a guy, got with a girl, and it hurt your heart, broke your heart, it doesn't mean that you can't find love. Make sense? <laughs> What's the next question for me here? Okay. Question here. Is this some powerful stuff? If this is powerful tonight, I want you to come at the word powerful here. Listen, I'm a teacher. You know, it's not my profession. Like I said before, I didn't go to school, but I'm an educator. I'm here to educate people like yourself on how to understand your mind and how to understand the human experience here. Because um, once you understand it, it, it makes it so much easier to navigate the world. I navigate the world like a butterfly with ease and finesse. No issue, no problems. Okay? What's next? <laughs> Woo! Excuse me. That felt good, though. What's next? How do I stop thinking about the past? You choose to. Think about it. Many of you, the past is an automated process in your mind, and you just keep thinking that way, right? Because you've trained yourself to think this way. So let me suggest this. Whenever you think about the past, ask yourself this question. Does this serve me? Okay, I'm thinking about the past right now, which makes me feel sad, depressed. Ask yourself a question. Does this serve me? And if the answer is no, well, what do I need to think about in this moment that will serve me? See what I did there? What do I need to think about in this moment that will serve me? 
that will make me feel better. That's all you got to do. And I know it sounds so simplistic, right? But it works. Just try it. The next time you start thinking about the past and thinking about what you've done, what you didn't do, say, hey, you know what? Does it serve me? No, it doesn't. Okay, so what will serve you? What will make you happy right now? What do you need to think about right now? Oh, well, my children are healthy. Okay. Um, I'm learning every day more about my business, my, my, my skill level. Okay. I'm alive. You see where I'm going here? Because this is the process of reconditioning and breaking those old patterns of failure and those old patterns that you have created that is keeping you stuck where you are now. Okay. Exactly, Patricia. Here we go. She says, "To be honest, I've never met anyone that's uh, asphyxiated on their past that's worth forty million dollars." Exactly. Why would I be thinking about my past? Why would anybody that's wealthy be thinking about their? But see, this is the trick. You got to be able to be this way without the forty million. Like before I made a million dollars, I discovered, because I educated myself, obviously, like I'm educating you, I just realized that thinking about my past and thinking about all the wrong things I did and all the debt I was in and all the problems I had, it was just useless. Like to think about them, like what am I thinking about? If I'm thinking about anything, I should be thinking about the solution. (laughs) And the solution to like 99% of my problems was money. How about you? How many of you, if you had some money, 99% of your problems will be fixed? Comment below. Comment the word money. Yeah, money and fix most problems. It really does. Right? Of course. How could someone make massive progress in their life like you did? How did you do it? Like, Did you just get here? I, I, I've been explaining that the entire night. I think you need to re-listen to the rant again. And I, and I told you folks not to be late. I'm a, honestly, I'm going to start blocking you if you join late. Because I asked you, if you're going to be on this rant, that means that you're serious and committed uh, uh, concerning this process here. And you should turn on your notifications. So if you're late... I'm going to start blocking you, okay? I'm going to take a screenshot and I'm going to block you. So don't be late. What a beautiful view. I know it is, right? It's gorgeous. What's next here? Any more questions for me here? I'm done with that topic about why your meditation is not working. I want you to try it. You know, in the beginning, I want you to begin to just meditate and focus on the breathing. Then after three days, I want you to start to imagine something that you want. Okay? It's that simple. What's up, Amanda? A long time. Hi, Wes. What are your thoughts on healing the past traumas, wounds, such as the inner child healing? Well, yeah, so Listen. Everybody, all of us 
have some childhood trauma, right? Can I get an amen? We all do. We all have the childhood trauma. Let me tell you how you deal with that, okay? Even I had childhood trauma, of course. I've spoken about it many times before. Listen, if you want to deal with your childhood trauma, you need to be able to reframe and see your childhood trauma as something positive instead of negative. You must begin to see the childhood trauma in an optimistic way. And it doesn't matter what happened to you. I get it. You know, some of you have been sexually abused, physically abused, emotionally abused. I I get it. But, however, if you ever want to move past it, you have to see it in an optimistical way. Okay? You got to say, you know what? That took place in my life, but that made me a more resilient person. You know, that made me more formidable. You know, because of that, I have more confidence. Does that make sense? You have to begin to assign a new meaning to the trauma. Because a lot of us, we always talk about the trauma. Oh, I got childhood trauma. I got that childhood. Oh, she got childhood trauma. I can tell. We We try to psychoanalyze other people. Man, that person got childhood trauma. I can tell they acting a fool. Yeah, I get it. I mean, we all do. Most of us do. I mean, it is what it is, you know. And honestly, I don't like the words childhood trauma. Just the word trauma. Trauma. Trauma award. Sounds like an ER movie. Listen, it's just things that took place in your childhood that has bled over into your adulthood. Some of you act like your parents. It is what it is. Some of you are promiscuous women, you know, daddy issues, you know, just sleep with everybody. Some of you don't know how to love someone because you never received love when you were a child. Like I was like that. Look, I'll tell you a story about me. I Let me be transparent with you. So growing up, I had good parents, you know, they didn't curse, they didn't drink. As a matter of fact, they were pastors of a church. They still pastors today. But let me tell you what my parents didn't do. And they just didn't know to do it. They never said, I love you, Wes. You're amazing, Wes. You're great, Wes. You're king, Wes. I'm so proud of you, Wes. Oh, my God. I didn't hear that until I turned 37 or 35 when I made a million dollars. That's a true story. Honestly. And listen, but I don't blame my parents. Like some of you blame your parents. If my parents just would have did this and if they would have cared more if my mom didn't walk out on me, my mom, she always down, she always talked down to me. Listen, you can always have a pity party. Remember that, like the pity party is always available. But I realized that, well, my parents were only, they were only functioning based off their previous experience. And that's how we all function. We tend to function what took place previously, automatically. Does that make sense? So since I didn't hear the word, I love you, and I didn't feel cared about, I felt insignificant, right? 
because, you know, no one ever told me that they loved me. You know, I didn't hear from my parents. I didn't hear from anybody. You know, at that time, I was very awkward. When it came to women and girls, I was very shy and just, you know, just no confidence at all, zero. And when I became an adult, I was very stolid, which means I was very unemotional with women, which means that like I just didn't care because uh, I didn't know how to love. I didn't know what love was. The only love, the only time I heard the word love was, and I'm just sharing my story with you, is when I would get whoopings. Anybody know what a whooping is? <laughs> Spanking. <laughs> when I get that butt beat with that belt. Yeah. So, you know, the thing that my father used to say, son, I'm whooping you because I love you. <laughs> I would never forget this. <laughs> it's like, it's in my mind, tattoo. I'm whooping you because I love you so much. And I'm like, well, I don't need that type of love, brother. I mean, <laughs> can anybody relate? You know, your parents are like, I'm whooping you because I love you so much. I said, can you love me without whooping me? Right. Obviously, I didn't say that. But, I mean, I associated love to pain. Right. Unconsciously. So I didn't want to be in love with anybody. And as a matter of fact, I didn't care. And you know the crazy part about it, you know, as you got up, as I became an older individual, the more that I will be very standoffish with women and treat them poorly. Like I, I didn't beat women, I didn't hurt women, but I just didn't care. I mean, I can tell you some stories, but I'm not going to tell you. But it was nothing. But it was just I was very nonchalant. Like I didn't care about women's feelings. You know, I would get what I want, and I would send you to the door. You know. And they would come back. They would want it. It's like they were craving for my attention. And, you know, these are techniques, right? But I wasn't trying to utilize a technique. It was just how I was because I didn't know what love was. But let me tell you something. I did meet a woman that i never forget who taught me how to love. And let me tell you something. This woman, she's probably one of the only women in my life. Uh, there's a few more, but she loved me unconditionally. Like with all my little craziness and my just whatever, you know, whatever Wesley Virgin was doing, this woman loved me unconditionally. I know if it, so I was overseas. <laughs> I was in um Afghanistan and this woman was from Macedonia and she was gorgeous. I mean, it was a white woman, but fine. I mean, gorgeous, just like a model type. Like if you ever go to these other countries, these women are gorgeous, right? <laughs> I mean, just just the truth. And um, I mean, she loved she loved some Wesley Virgin like a lot. And you know, sometimes I would just act a certain way that wasn't loving, you know. And I would naturally do this. It's like I would push her away. And I asked her one day. I said, "Hey, you know." And you, you know what's so funny with this woman? It don't matter when I would get upset. She would always be calm. Always. Like, she would never get upset. Like, it didn't matter what I would do. If I raised my voice, I'd be like, well, I'm just tired right now. I don't feel, you know, I just had my mood swings, right, at that time. This is a long time ago. And this woman was always calm with me, always nice with me, always nurturing, always like this. 
And one day, I asked her, I said, I said, man, you treat me so good. Why? And she said, because I love you, Wes. And I was like, well, how do you do that? How do you, like, how do you show, like, how do you love? Like, I actually asked her this question. This is probably <laughs> one moment in my life that was actually pretty uh, vulnerable with a woman because she just created that safe space. And she said, Wesley, if you want to feel love and be loved, you have to show it. I mean, you have to show love. And, you know, from then, I just, I began to, now I didn't love her. I'm going to be honest. I just didn't, you know, I mean, she was a nice girl, but I didn't love her. But it did teach me how to love women in the future, right? That when women would get close to me, I didn't just reject them or be, you know, emotionally unavailable to them. And, you know, a woman taught me that. But I, I just share all that with you. based off Amanda's question here is that if you learn to reframe, like you understand your childhood issues, like if you actually think about your childhood issues or things that took place in your childhood and you know it's something wrong because you can feel it, right? Because it's based off the response that you're getting from the world. That's, that's not the best response. So, you know, well, you have to reframe it. You have to see it better. And anything that you want from the world, you have to become it. Like any type, if you want love from the world, you got to be loving. If you want to be honest, you got to be an honest person. Like, I believe that we do attract who we are as people, you know, predominantly. So, as far as the childhood issues or the childhood trauma, you have to reframe it and realize that even in my childhood, maybe I didn't get all the loving moments and loving experiences, but that created the man that I am here today. Like I'm a very resilient man. I'm very formidable. I'm very tough, right? Mentally and emotionally. And those experiences that maybe I felt that I wanted to be love, but I'm glad that I wasn't. Sounds crazy, right? I'm glad that I wasn't, you know, didn't hear this love all the time because maybe I would have been a softer man. Right? Like some of you men right now. Right? <laughs> so everything that took place in my childhood was a blessing. And you have to say it that way as well. It's a blessing. But even though you had childhood trauma and childhood issues, at this moment right now, you can be a creator. Like if you didn't have the best mom, say if you didn't have the best dad, well, Become that, like become the better version of what they wasn't. Make sense? Maybe you had a person that drunk all the time, you know, your dad drinks and curses, your mom, you know, whatever, whatever your parents do, right, that you didn't like. Well, become a better version of them, right? Become a better version of them because maybe they didn't give you the best example of whoever raised you. Become an outstanding version of them. Okay. Somebody said, why do you prefer not to be a softer man? Because a man is not created to be soft. This is my opinion. A man, and if he chooses to be soft, 
He only is soft strategically. It's not because his emotions is overwhelmed. Like some men, unfortunately, are just very soft men. And soft men, they get ran over. It's just the truth. Soft men get taken advantage of. Right? So, um, a better word to use, you have to be a man that's formidable. You have to be a man that's dangerous. Or have the capability of being dangerous. It's important. Because you're a man. You're the power. You're the provider. You're the protector. You can't be a protector if you're soft. If you're weak. Mentally. I'm not just talking about a physical strength. To my mentality. You can't have a soft mentality. You can't let words affect you so quickly here. You can't allow your emotions be triggered and you just do things and then you regret it. And you say, oh, I can't believe I did that. Right? A man must be very resilient with his mindset and have a sense of fortitude as well. Okay? Questions here. Okay. You folks getting um, value here tonight? I expect so. And by the way, hey, if you haven't heard it lately, I love you. You know, if your parents haven't told you, your husband or your wife, I love you. And you matter. And I'm proud of you. Everything that you're doing. And I don't know, I don't know you personally, but I'm proud of you. Because you haven't given up. And I love you for that. Said, I want you to understand that you are loved. Okay? You are loved. And maybe you're going through a very tough time. I get it. We all will go through tough times, but you are loved. Somebody loves you. I do. Right? It's a safe space here. So I just want you to hear that. So you continue to push forward here. What's next here? Dana, you always want to go live, don't you? <laughs> Princess Diana. All right, Princess, we'll go live with you for about two minutes, okay? Hold on. Let's go live with this young lady here. Thanks for the other day. Hello, hello, my kids. Hello, hello. <laughs> Princess Diana, how are you doing? Oh, my God. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for my kids. I just love they your energy. Yeah. In Hawaii. Can you believe that I bought? I made an offer for one acre uh, land in Hawaii. Wow, congrats. Offer. I accept oh my, my offer in two months. I'm going to start building a house there. Hallelujah. I'm going to cry right now so hard. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm so happy for you. I remember when you were asking Thank you. me Thank you what you so, should do. So much. You look so happy. Because I was, yeah, I was close-minded. I thought... Oh, I'm Christian. I'm changing to new age. What the hell is wrong with me? And I asked my uh, people at church. They said, 
No meditation is evil. And then I took the Bible and I found out that David meditated. David meditated upon the word of God. And then I follow, I bought a genie script and I follow step to step to step to step. And I just, I just emerged. I uh, left all my friends behind and I just, like an aeroplane. I took off, man. I love <laughs> I it. I love off. it. <laughs> Look what oh, I have God. here in my bedroom. <laughs> Look at what I have here in my bedroom. This book, uh, How to Influence Friends and People. I bought two two books because I want to give one to my grandson, two of oh, them. Oh, they okay. are like, uh, Think and Grow Rich. Think and Grow Rich. Uh, no man in my bed, just my books and me. <laughs> I love <laughs> I love it, Dad. I love it. That's already in another part of the house. Can you believe that? That me, man, me owning my second house soon. By the end of this year, I will be built free of mortgage, zero mortgage. I already wow. have people that will help me uh, to uh, build a house for free just to let them to have vacation there. Hallelujah! Dana, let me ask you a question. What what advice would you give everybody else? Because it's it appears that things are happening for you. What advice really, would you give really to everybody fast. else? I mean, in nine months, my 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 mind just changed, changed, changed. Just listen. Uh, if you don't want to meditate, tell yourself, okay, I'm going to buy myself a coffee today from Starbucks. That usually I cannot afford that, honestly, because you know I'm a strict budget. Then I meditate. I said, okay, breathe in out in out and then start with 10 minutes 20 in the beginning was too much for me i start 10 minutes after two weeks i put 15 minutes i said yeah 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 and then in the when i'm going to i don't work i am semi-retired i mean i work for myself and then uh at lunch when i take break a break for you know lunch is uh, i pray i sit a shorter prayer and then i meditate again thank you jesus and having some food in my my life and i'm grateful start singing romanian english through my whole house i anoint everything i take the oil and i, I anoint and I, I'm not listening to my friends because my friends they said oh you become new age i said no i said david in the bible it's meditating upon the word of God. People are so crazy out there because, you know, or close-minded. I should say close-minded. But you only, when you meditate, you think only one thought, only one thought and you vision. And when you kept saying to us, vision and smell, how it's the, the, that, that house. And my house will have, uh, my house from where it will be built will have ocean view, ocean view in the big island. Oh my wow. God. Oh my God, I cannot send you the video here to share with everyone, but it's like, it's coming. You see that rea reality, you, you feel it like you eat your piece of bread or piece of banana or you taste and you feel in that moment, you transfer yourself in that moment, 100%. Exactly. Oh, no, nothing, nothing corner. Oh, it's shade, I'm afraid. For what to be afraid? It says in the Bible, ask and you will receive it, 100%. And, but you open, open our logical brain. For me, I was multimillionaire already at age 22 in Romania. But here in America, things change and shift and whatever. Uh, I'm not the same situation. I am, I am wealthy, but not like you. But the, it's, it's begin with thought. Thought, become, um, thought becomes uh, thinking. Thinking becomes words. Words become action. Action becomes behavior. So therefore, if you don't start on the thought in your mind, one thought, and then you don't eliminate and you don't 
don't make space. You clean your mind, like you said. You take a vacuum and clean all the negative thoughts. You're in a circle, a, a tornado, a hurricane all the time. Oh, I start this, I start that, I start... Man, and then I'm looking the day, end of the day. What did I do? Nothing, because I was so confused. And then I thank you. I want you to know that I thank you and I love you. And I, I, I worship you. I worship you in the right way, not like... In sexual way. I worship you with my mind and I send prayer for your kids. You're, you have a beautiful family and you have beautiful son. Thank you so much. Um, I love you, you too, Princess Anna. Us. Thank you for Oops. giving us because you, you you changed my life. Wow, wow. Thank you so much. <laughs> you did I'm, so, I'm so proud of you. You've been live with me so many years and I'm so excited to see your growth and your transformation. Like, I can feel your energy through this phone right now. And I'm just so happy and that- I'm so grateful for you because you know, people when they have money, they think that they belong higher than the rest of us. You, no. know? No. you are not the same, you are not the same. <laughs> thank no. you from the no. bottom of my Romanian American <laughs> heart. Thank you so much. <laughs> I love it. All right, keep me updated, princess. I, I love you, and, thank and so, you. And so much pictures. We want to see pictures very soon at that house. Yes, 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 yes. I will put on uh, Instagram the moment we start building. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Love you guys. Thank you. Love you. I love that woman. You know, believe it or not, Princess Diana has been following me for a few years. And listen, what I want to share with all of you, because I get it, you know, to you, I'm just a regular man, black man on the internet, just talking in his bed behind a black screen. I get it. And sometimes it's hard to take a man like that serious. Well, I don't show his favor. But listen, from the top of my heart, everything that I share is my philosophy. Everything that I share is proven, works. And if you just will listen and apply it and do it, um, you have the same experience as that young lady, Princess Diana. One thing I love about Princess Diana is she was very consistent. She She's at every rent. I mean, I don't think she's ever missed a rent yet. She's always listening. She's always applying. She's always listening and applying because you got to realize something that, you know, it takes some time for your brain to be able to actually absorb and utilize these new thoughts and new beliefs. It just don't. I'm not saying it can't happen overnight because it can. You can have an emotional experience that something can happen overnight. But when you're just listening, like if you're in a seminar with me, you can change very quickly here, but I'm with you. But when you're listening to me just here, you know, you have to repeat it a few times. You have to get this information ingrained into your brain that you you, know, you begin to take different actions. And what she was talking about thoughts, she's, what she wanted to say was thoughts creates feelings and feelings create action and action creates results. It's called TFAR, right? Your thoughts, whatever you're thinking about and what you feel about the thought is going to determine how much action you take. And so some of you just don't feel, even though, you know, what I'm saying makes sense to you, but you don't feel that, oh, I don't know if this is going to work. You still have doubt. So if you feel doubt about the thoughts that I'm introducing, you don't take a lot of action. And if you don't take a lot of action, you won't get a lot of results. 
And the only thing I can share with you is to keep listening and keep applying, keep listening, keep applying, keep listening, because that's how the brain operates. And yes, um, I am having a mini seminar. It's kind of mini, it's actually Ariella's seminar um, in Florida, the end of February. It's $20,000, by the way. It's an event. I will be there as well to meet you. It's private. You get the opportunity to meet me, and I will do a mini seminar, which is going to be about probably nine to 10 hours. It's going to be very intense. Um, so if you're not ready to change, <laughs> don't come. It's going to be very powerful. Um, and it is $20,000 to be a part of this. And if you are ready to make that investment, just reach out to Ariel. If you can't make the investment, just don't come. It's okay. Um, but we're taking a very small group of people. And we've been doing this like every three months. And it's the first time actually going to this one because um, people like to see me there. So I'm going to bless them. And we're going to transform together. So reach out to Ariella if you're able to do that. If not, we'll see you next year. Any more questions for me before I let you go here? Let me see here. Wesley, you the man. Well, you the woman. Uh, when doing a transcendental, transcendental meditation, why should I speak my intentions softly instead of yelling at it? Always wondered about this, both bring this in my own type of intensity, right? Well, honestly, Lucas, I mean, I would just use one. It's, it's, it's many different meditations. And I, I suggest the meditation that's in the genius group. Uh, it's even meditations that I'm not even aware of that. And I, I practice just a mindfulness meditation, uh, um, not transcendental. And it's many different techniques, but the one that I share in the genius group is the one that I utilize and it's the one that I ask all of you to utilize as well. Okay. You should be, you should do a mini seminar for free once a year. Yeah, on this rent, just the mini version seminar for free, huh? You want me to do it for free, goddess? Goddess, if you had a business, if I wanted some service for free, you going to give it to me? What if everybody only here wanted some free service from goddess? You going to do it? <laughs> it's so, it's amazing how everybody wants something for free. But yet everybody want to be entrepreneurs. <laughs> Uh, it's cool if you do it. It's a problem if I do it. Fuck them. <laughs> right? Like, you're like, oh, no, I can charge, Wes, but you can't charge. No, because you're rich already. Oh, come on. Come on, people. Come on. Some of you folks got to grow up, honestly. Like, your apartment complex, they're not going to give you nothing for free. Like your car note, you know, the stuff is, just costs money. Like my time is expensive. That's one thing that I value is my time. And it's extremely expensive. It is what it is. You know, maybe 10 years ago, you know, I could have did a lot of free stuff. Like I do this for free, but yeah, I don't think I'm doing any seminars for free. I didn't get paid any cash money too. No checks. Wire only. I even cash out. Because my fee is very expensive. 
What about a trade? My time is really expensive. I'm good, warrior. I don't need anything from you. So, no thank you. What's next? Uh, I started to listen to the Genius Trip every day since December 13th. I found your podcast on Spotify, and I've been listening to your podcast as well. This is the first live I caught. Welcome, Bianca. Glad to have you. Love you. What book is great on focusing on goals and achieving a goal? Um, Focusing. The one, one thing. That's a good book. The One Thing by Keller. It's the guy that created Keller Williams. How do you deal with emotional stress? I don't have any emotional stress, man. I'm a man. <laughs> Age Turner, I don't have any emotional stress. As a matter of fact, I don't stress about anything, honestly. But Think about it for a second. Stress, another word for stress is worry, doubt. So my question is, what are you worried about? And honestly, as a man, I think you should let the stress, let let let, let the women stress, not you. You're a man. What are you stressing about? <clears throat> you know, I don't know. I could do a whole seminar about stress about men. Men shouldn't stress about anything, honestly. And I get it. I know some women, oh, it's okay for men to stress. It's okay. Let them stress. It's just like when people say, it's okay for men to cry. Let those men cry. And a lot of you men, you listen to these women. I'm telling you, these women are going to jack you up. <clears throat> and, um, yeah, I, I have to refute all that. But, you know, all this emotional stress, I, I, I don't know. You know. I'm a man. I don't have any emotional stress. Honestly. And if I did, I knew how to deal with it. I mean, but to give you some advice, <clears throat> learn how, how to be a creator. Remember, when you stress and worry about things, you're going to bring more of that worry into your life. That's obvious, right? You should know that. You've been on my rents many times. So if you're emotionally stressed because maybe it's something you got to pay, something you got to do, something you're worried about, remember, you're a creator, right? So you need to employ your faith. You have to create what you want. And say if you create what you want and it don't happen, it doesn't mean that you don't continue to create. You have to learn how to adapt what's, what's taking place in life. That's what men do, man. Men are adaptable. And I think somewhere men just forgot how powerful we are. You know, we're so emasculated by women or whatever. And it's just, women, men just don't realize how powerful we are. You know, it's just... You got men bitching and crying like women these days. You got men over there so confused. They have no backbone. They can't even tell a woman where they want to go. I mean, you got men out here say, hey, where you want to go? I mean, what? why would you? <laughs> a man asks a woman out for a date, and the man says, so where you want to go? Uh, That's your job, stupid. What do you mean? Women don't want to think. Do you think a woman? Women wants to think they they don't want to think about anything when it comes to a man. Man needs to take charge, right? See you listening to women because women say, "Oh, it's okay to cry, but I need you to take charge." <laughs> and how does the crybaby take charge? I don't know. I'm not sure. What's the great book to read at this time? Man, there's too many books. Um, Thinking Grow Rich. Princess Diana had a great one. What is the next? experience you are looking forward to 
I'm looking forward to your success, to be honest with you. I'm looking forward to all the comments and all the videos of people that will upload around the world and say that, hey, hey, I'm living a life that I envision. I'm living a life that I want. That's what I'm looking forward to. What's next here? Questions here. <laughs> I mean, they really are men. Men are like female these days. Honestly, I think my next seminar, if I do it, it would be just for men and men only because men, you know, you don't believe it or not. My biggest fans are men, by the way. It's not women, it's men. I'm not saying that women are not my fan, but it's just more men. When I go out in public, men approach me all the time, you know, and they love my content. And, you know, I do my best to be an example for what a man should be, which I, I am a real man. I'm a manly man. Like, I don't paint houses. I'm not fixing shit. But I get shit done. How about that? Like, any woman, any, like, my daughter's, doesn't matter. Any anybody, if you're around Wesley Virgin, if you have a problem, you know that Wesley can fix it. Cause I'm daddy. Every like any woman I've ever dealt with, they know that about me. My daughters, they know that about me, right? They got a problem that they can't handle, they come to Wesley Virgin. Because Wesley Virgin will always fix like you'll never hear me say, Well, oh, no. Well, I don't know what we're gonna do. Well, I don't know how I'm gonna pay the bills. Well, I don't know how I'm gonna get it. I don't know. That's not me. I fix shit all the time. That's just what I know. I'm the fixer. They call me the fixer. The fixer. All right. Yeah, but eventually, I, you know, I do plan to do a seminar for men because men need to toughen up, honestly. Um, you know, and but it's tough for men to toughen up when they have never been around a man that's tough. A lot of men never had a dad, never had a father, or they just had a a dad or a father that was just horrific, you know, just a father full of debilitations and issues and problems and horrifying moments. So, men today need an example of what an effective man is. And I believe a man that's effective that's a man that typically gets what he wants from the universe. That's the best way to describe it in brevity. Okay. Hey, Wes, how do you accelerate your wins after achieving a milestone? I just continue to do what I did with the previous milestone. That's it. And I'm not really, honestly, person. It's not important for me to accelerate my success like I need it tomorrow, right? Even to use the word accelerate, what, what does that mean? Like, how fast is acceleration? Like, two days, two weeks? Uh, I live in a moment. Like, I live in the experience that the dream and the goal has already been achieved. So, it's nothing to accelerate, honestly. Because I'm living, like, right now, I'm living my life as if I'm earning $10 million a month. Yeah, I'm not buying a jet, but I feel that way. And that's more important to me. It's more important for me to feel a certain way than to actually have the little materialistic things that really don't even matter. 
right? It's just fun to have. Like, do I need a jet? I don't like need one. Do I want one? Yes, and I must have one. I must have one now. But it's more important for you to feel that you're having the experience uh, with the money that you want to earn or make or the lifestyle that you want. Make sense? Uh oh. Oh, super random, but how do you get your complexion so clear? Skin be popping. Well, thank you so much. So I give you my, it's not even a secret. It's something I saw on TikTok. Um, so, yeah, and I, I've never really had bad skin, though, but my skin is very clear these days. It's a couple of things I do. I meditate. Meditation. Listen, this is going to sound very abnormal, but it works, all right? You either use it or you don't, and I don't care, but I'm going to tell you what it does. When I meditate, I imagine my skin clear, bright, glowing. True story. I've been doing it for a long time. And two, now I have a skin regimen, skin routine. I use gold dial soap. Write this down. And I just saw a TikTok video, and I just thought to do it, and it's, it's very powerful. Gold dial soap. Get it from Amazon, whatever. Tea tree oil. I don't know why I'm giving this away. I should keep it to myself. Huh? No, but I love you, so I'm going to give it to you. And vitamin E drops. That's it. Those three things. Like those four things. Meditation. When you meditate, see your skin clear. I mean, because people just don't realize how powerful the mind is, the brain is. It's very powerful. Your intention is very powerful. I mean, you can clip acne. It doesn't matter. You know, uh, people live with it because they feel that they can't get rid of it. But have, have an intention to have clear skin when you meditate. One, when you wash your face, use gold dial soap. Lather that up. Put a few drops of tea tree oil and vitamin E oil. And that's it. Do it twice a day. And voila, you have pretty skin. Okay, telling women or men, just do it. Do it and just be very consistent. Why did you? Move out of your penthouse in Miami. Well, because it was just a year deal. My one of my goals was just to move to different states for a year and move to another state. But when the whole COVID happens, kind of threw a monkey wrench in my my plan here. But who knows? When are you going to write a book, Wesley? Soon. Soon. All right, I guess we're done here. Thank, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for showing up here. Glenn. And remember, if you ever want access to the Genie Script course, if you heard Princess Diana, she swears by the Genie Script course. Many people do. Just go to howtomanifestnow.com and you get access to it and start tonight right now it's up to you if you want to start right now totally up to you if you want to begin right now to access the genius Script course just go to how to manifest now.com and you will see and get access to it as well uh, once again i love you i appreciate you the podcast is available all over the internet just type in wesley billion dollar virgin podcast on google and you'll see it you'll see me pop up and you can begin to listen to this information over and over and over again. I love you so much. 
This is Wesley, billion-dollar version, and let's go.